The following content is scheduled for one play. Introducing your hosts from Liverpool, England, Danny and Jamie, generously. Greetings, Grapple fans, and welcome to another episode of Assume the Gorilla Position. My name is Jamie. I'm Danny. And together, by our powers combined... What are we this time? We're still generically geek. That's fine. We can be Captain Planet as well. If no, you want to be, be Captain Planet. We were Captain no. Planet last time. Planet. Yeah, well, because by our powers combined, it's going to be... Anyway! Generically geek! Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about part-timers. Part-timers? So, Danny had this great idea, based on when we were just going off topic, a plenty <laughs> the first time we recorded. Uh, yeah. To talk about a very relevant topic in wrestling these days, which is part-timers. So today we're going to be discussing what a part-timer actually entails, whether we think it's good enough, the pros, the cons, the effect on the business they have, and if they're actually worth it in the long run in the wrestling industry. So first of all, I guess we need to talk about what actually is a part-timer. Yeah, um, obviously, when, when did it start? It's mostly... was. Um, I think Brock kind of started the craze off. So it, or... yeah, we can't talk about part timers about the king of the part timers. It's like from so he 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 has like any of the part timers. It's obviously you're not on a full time contract. You're not touring as much with no. them. You're not doing a lot of house shows or but, any in some cases. I think Brock's only done like one or two since his return. And usually, yeah, I think I've seen some clips, but his normally non televised stuff either end up being televised anyway. Like, yeah. they end up making those shows televised, like, on the network, like, the one in Japan. Oh, what was it? Beast, uh, Beast from Beast the East. Beast in the East. Yeah, Beast in the East. That was oh. fucking awesome, because that also had um, Finn versus uh, Owens. Yes. That was when Finn won the belt. With all the so good. streamers oh, and things. Like that was, mm, mm, off topic, because they're not part-time. But, yeah, so, obviously, he started the trend and everyone else. There was a few other people they kind of brought back, because it's just a quick question. Actually, Dwayne? Dwayne? Our friend Dwayne. Oh, sorry, yes. Because WrestleMania, yeah, because then he Rock the came host. back the night after WrestleMania, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So yeah, The Rock came back originally. He was the host of WrestleMania 27. And then obviously the following year, the main event, which was set in a year in advance, yeah. was The Rock. Never before, Cena. never again. Except, you know, the, the year, year after. after. <laughs> when it was, you know, again. So I think really that was probably, for me, the start of it was that whole build up to that match. So The Rock... And Cena was actually set in place the night after WrestleMania 27. So it had a full year's build-up in advance. True. And The Rock had barely any... Live via satellite. Yeah. It's so... Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So, yeah, yeah. That, to me, wasn't so great. Because the idea... In fact, don't get me wrong. The idea of building a match for a year is awesome. WCW did it exceptionally well. Sting, Sting versus Hogan. Yeah. Um, but... So with The Rock's minimal input to that feud, Cena kind of carried a lot of it, and all respect in the world to Cena for that, because he kind of had to do a lot of that himself. And I think got under The Rock's skin a few times. Yeah, definitely. I completely phased out then. I'm so sorry. I do apologise. You made him Sting because of the, the WWE thing. I was like, we forgot about Sting. Holy shit, Sting, yeah. Because, you know, obviously, yeah, he's, he's done now, but he was on a part-time. He was a part-time. He had, like, what, two or three appearances, and that's it. Sting, so, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to actually completely ignore you. I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about it. I was like, I was thinking, like, how many times has Sting appeared in the wrestling? One of the big part-timers as well would be The Undertaker, who 
is kind of different in V's because he's always kind of verb or kind of not. Yeah. Doing different things with his hair. But... <laughs> oh, do you remember the wig? When he just shaved his hair off? Oh, and he had the horrible... Yeah, oh, the, oh, the out-of-the-box wig. Yeah. And Kane's wig looks a lot better than that. Yeah. Wig. And his looks awful. I... Yeah. That was what they did... Was that the that was leading up to the Triple H rematch, wasn't it? So we did that little vignette cut his hair where he off. cut his hair like an angsty teenage girl. Oh, I'm so angry! Ah, rest in peace! Oh my god, rest in peace! I've been listening to like so much Cure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it just speaks to my soul. I'm cutting my hair. <laughs> Why did that? That was even like. It's like oh. I'm gonna wrestle you, Triple H, but first I'm gonna cut my hair. Why did he even do that? What? sense did that even make? I think Michelle McCool was just fed up with the long hair. <laughs> can, can you just ask him to fit into a storyline? Do I have to? Oh. I think that's, I think that's, he actually talked that to, to his wife. Hey, <laughs> honey, I'm home. Like when he's finally home from walking to WrestleMania. I made it. After they've had sex, do they rest in peace? Oh, no, not, he's not using peace. I can't imagine taking like, no, they're all getting off topic here. Let's not think about Undertaker's sex life. What he does in the coffin. <laughs> oh, I, I totally I like to think he doesn't break character and he actually sleeps in a coffin like the old days when he's like back when it was like there <laughs> okay what was I that? was going to say do we mention this podcast goes off topic enough we should feature it more we yeah <laughs> I think you've gathered by now I um, I always like when Taker comes back and he's in the ring and he's talking and it's like you know the second time he does it a year and then he's got a singlet on and then his nipple kind of starts poking through his singlet makes I me, don't ever pay makes me laugh so this much this is the weirdest part time it's okay they're like let's just talk about you know, take his nipples sex life and you know he's he's a, great he's a he doesn't wrestle very much we have to talk about something <laughs> it's a very good point we can you know we can talk about you know that time you know she doesn't really do about the year he comes back for like one promo when it's like an anniversary edition of something or like with the the brand split he came back to be like my home will always be Smackdown. And, it, it, and then he and fucks up like to that. Raw. I'm <laughs> entering into the Royal Rumble. Whatever. It's just like, okay, but why did you do this on Smackdown? I thought that was your home. He makes no sense. Well, I've, not him. The WWE makes no sense yeah. sometimes. But you tell, that, that, that thing itself was just a ratings. They were trying to, get, trying to be Smackdown. He was like, yeah, let's bring the Undertaker back and show Michaels. Because, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah so, I suppose he is like the ultimate in a way. And then, of course, now we've got another big part-timer on our hands in Goldberg. Why the hell did I say Goldberg's name like that? Goldberg. <laughs> I can't possibly. <laughs> like a... Goldberg. Goldberg. Other part-timers, in a sense, would be people like, and I guess not so much now, but Chris Jericho tends to come back for a few shows and then swans off to pretend that he's a rock star. Um, hey. He is a huge rock star. I'm terrible. You had a sorry. t-shirt that said it. Um, you had RVD, who oh, would, pr- would probably like you to forget that he did that. You had Batista, who came back and was blue one day. Yeah, but his his was not his. I mean, he 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 could, I, he, he would have blah 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 words. Who the blue? The blue. I think Batista would have been back full time if it weren't for obviously the debacle of WrestleMania 30 and Daniel Bryan. And so Batista. It was a tricky situation because you can't really fault WWE for doing what they did because if they didn't, the fans would have turned against them. At the same time, I think they really could have handled Batista better in that situation. Definitely. They brought him back as a babyface. 
why turn back he thing. came out dressed like Pitbull and God, yeah. the fans were somehow expected to cheer for him this tightest jacket and jeans in the world and his sunglasses oh it was just it was bad like, like his felt different than like obviously things like The Rock and like recently Shawn Michaels came back and he blatantly came out saying I'm promoting me he didn't, he didn't really come out to promote Guardians of the Galaxy no, Which, it was. So I barely remember mentioning it. To he, be he didn't. So he did, when he came out back, it was before Guardians had came out. Mm. So it would be a different. If he came back now as a face, it would be a different story because everybody fucking loved Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so oh, I think because of that, fantastic. But that this was before then, so nobody really yeah liked him very much because he'd left when he left. He was a heel, and when he came back, it was right in the middle of the whole Daniel Bryan yes, yes movement thing. Yeah. Um, so it was just bad timing for Batista. Um, he did great as a heel that run. He reformed Evolution. That was that was a good moment. I did enjoy that. Um, yeah, minus Flair. So of course you enjoyed it. Even better. <laughs> even better. I did like the T-shirt they brought out for that. Like the three skeletons doing like the different poses. Yes. So the King of King skeleton, and then when Dalton doing his little arm pose, and Batista was just kind of stood there. Doing his little weird. Doesn't really do much. I'm doing a machine gun. I may also be having a really aggressive shit Boom. right now. It does actually look. Yeah, it could actually be a shit. Bam! <laughs> there's the sound effect. There you go. Um. Yeah. I yeah. Batista's run was was a shame because I think had they done more with the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing, that could have made a lot more money because Guardians. I guess he didn't know how successful Guardians was going to be. No. He didn't know how... Because obviously after Guardians, he then got James Bond. Was he? Was, he, he, was he Inspector? He was Inspector. Um, Inspector. So, yeah, he's kind of taken off now as a as a bona fide so movie star. Well, there was... I mean, there was talks of him coming back for like the WrestleMania after, wasn't it? But obviously, I think he'd obviously had a bit of a sour taste in his mouth, which I don't blame oh, him. Oh, yeah, no, he, like, he, he, didn't, he did not enjoy the comeback. He spoke in interviews about how he wouldn't mind coming back and doing which again it's another version of a part time thing which Chris Jericho did which is purely house shows um i think Batista was kind of fed up of the creative team which is completely understandable it's not because raw sucks testicles because of the creative team yeah i'm assume i can only assume that smackdown has a completely different writing team i can imagine I mean, yeah cuz it it does feel like a completely different show it's insane like and so on Raw recently, when they, they spoke about how SmackDown had beat Raw in the ratings, and it got cheered on Raw. <laughs> so the whole in-character, you know, people in charge of Raw, basically were treated as the villains on their own show. Which is great. Because, like, yeah. And it's great because SmackDown deserves to be the better rated show. It's, it always was. It's just of a higher quality. Even, even, my opinion, like, even like before the brand split and stuff, I always thought... Kind of towards like the end of the attitude here before the brand putting things like the smack like obviously they had like Raw and then SmackDown but better I mean more exciting stuff tends to happen on the SmackDown show than it did I think there's a lot of bit of oh. tape to make it edit it a bit better but not even like, things now, like, it's... like Stone Cold you know DX were like in the back and the Stone Cold were like, everywhere and then they destroyed the DX Express and all that oh yeah that was like, yeah, on Raw but yeah. that was like a great the night like Raw was rubbish the night after on, on when you watched like over it was like we had it on like a Friday on Sky Sport and then. I remember Smackdown on a Saturday morning. Saturday like, morning, yeah, yeah. And then obviously it was like night after. It was it's like this show is so much better. But it obviously, yeah. you know, I'd have to wait like the late, late night version because you said this so much on Sky Sports. Yeah, this is a good topic for the Attitude Era podcast. Definitely. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, like we we seem to mention every other idea we have for the podcast. We do because then you know what you got to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. So with part timers, <laughs> something that we often do is. 
and this is a criticism against them, is they will go over superstars who are going to be there all the time. So Brock kind of did this a lot because Brock had a feud of Cena. Brock had a feud with CM Punk. Triple H. Triple H is kind of a part-timer in his, as a performer. At the time, though, was he was he part-timer when he did the whole... Oh, no, he did, yeah. Tri- he, Triple he H. Be, he came out to be in his, um, his COO role, didn't he, on screen? To... So, I I can't remember the last time Triple H was like an actual full-time talent. Was it like 2010? Yeah. It feels like he's been in his suit for like the longest time because he, he came out of his weird self-imposed retirement to beat CM Punk. And then went straight back into his self-imposed retirement. And then he kind of... um, He comes out every now and then to have like a match at WrestleMania like he did with Brock. Yeah. And then... Because like 2012 was around the time when it was all like Cena. Because I remember Cena was in his red when they did the whole like... um, (laughs) I like you can remember Eras of Time by what colour Cena was wearing. Only because. (laughs) It helps because like the games are obviously (laughs) a year behind. So when W13 came out, he was in his red, which means it was 2012. I really liked the blue armband Cena. Yeah, I like the I like the orange one actually. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I fucking I, like the orange yeah, dress. the orange Cena is quite memorable. Yeah, but then even new orange Cena. Well, not like new which one he had. <laughs> he's got the little picture from running, his little point run. It's kind of cool. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like yeah, you can tell the you can tell what year it was by by Cena's attire. Yeah, by yeah, the colour of Cena's yeah. armband. 2012 was when he was kind of he took over from Vince McMahon. 2011. 2011 even, sorry. Yeah. yeah, because 2011, it was the whole um, Punk storyline. Yeah. So in the storyline, when Vince, um, Punk won the belt and left, which is like that weird blur of fantasy and reality, um, I think it was the next night, Triple H came out and, yeah. you know, did his whole tearful, I'm sorry, Pops. <laughs> I'm in charge now. <laughs> the game! <laughs> he just stood there in crying, the big mustachy old fool. And then... <laughs> Then he wasn't wrestling. Oh, he was just—he was just. I forgot I shaved. I went to twirl my mustache. And there's no mustache there anymore. Ah. Yeah, like so. Triple H was so since kind of then. Triple H has been more of the on-screen authority role until he comes out just to beat people. Like he was. He, so he did the whole thing with CM Punk. And yes. Then there was a feud with Nash as well. Oh god. They had a ladder match. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. That it, was unfortunate. Was it was a TLC or was it just a ladder? It was just a ladder match with a sledgehammer on it, wasn't it? Yeah. And then. I'm pretty sure he came out to another one. Obviously, Roman. Did his Roman. Did Brian, he he did wrestle Brian at Mania, which, yes, to be fair, Brian yeah. won, so you can't really fault him for that. This is It's it's tricky with Triple H, because as an in-ring performer, I don't particularly, I never really liked him all that much. He's never really had a lot of chemistry with most people. Undertaker, yes, most people know. Like, Trip, the, the honor of one of the worst WrestleMania main events of all time goes to Triple H and someone else who doesn't seem to have a lot of chemistry with others. Randy Orton. That was a main event, wasn't it? That was a, that was oh. one of the worst main events. It was so bad. Was this during like Randy Orton's kind of punt everyone kind of era? Yeah, it is. I've got mental health issues. <laughs> I hear voices in my head. They tell me to kick you in the head. They this, talk to me. This is the this is the few where he kind of he went round all the McMahon's, wasn't it? Like he just started off. kicking everyone in the head. Like, did, he, did he kick Linda? I wish he did. I don't know. I know he definitely did. It's Steph. He kicked Shane Steph. Yeah. Vince, wasn't he? Yeah. I remember when he when he. Uh, kicked no, him. yeah. Because he, he did. He got Stephanie. No, he didn't kick Stephanie. He did that rope DDT on her, yes. which is a, a spot I do like. And so he's tri- kind of holding Triple H. Triple H runs out and he's shaking and he's like, Bruh, and the spit coming from his mouth. I was like, holy fuck, he's gonna go green. Oh my god. <laughs> Where's not that uh, Triple H troll? He's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Triple H is oh, so weird. 
So yeah, that was a bad feud. That was one, of, I think that may have been one of Triple H's last. He did that, he did a feud of Sheamus, and then yeah. he kind of now comes out of retirement to beat people. Yeah, as a performer, I don't think that ever really helps. It kind of helped Daniel Bryan, so I give credit where credit's due. Um, but yeah, off off camera, I think Triple H, for what we've seen, has been amazing for business. Triple H, oh yeah, NXT, backstage Triple H, Cruiserweight yeah. Classic, this UK tournament. He's, he's got so many people that hated WWE into the Hall of Fame, like Bruno Sammartino and Warrior. Warrior, Warrior's a bit, like yeah. it's. Didn't think I'd ever see that again. No, so you can't fault Triple H for that. Um, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah in, in ring and like character-wise in ring, him and Stephanie don't really help people in no. that regards. I worry about that. But, yeah. Um, another part-timer, but which we've not really mentioned because it was really sad and it kind of just burnt out like a fart in church oh, was woo! Sting. Yeah, good old, good old the man named Sting. There was so much build-up. So, he came in as like what seems to be the new part-timer intro is if you're going to be in a video game, you're going to become a part-time That's the performer. way it works. But it's like, well, who started off Warrior? Br- um, Warrior came back. Brock? Oh, sorry, yeah, Brock. Brock, was, yeah. Brock was Brock, in the game? Brock came back, then he was part-timer. Warrior came back. He wasn't a part-time, but he, was, he popped up on television a bit. He would've, I think he would have been, unfortunately for Warrior, he would have been involved a lot more if what happened yeah. didn't happen. Just every now and again, you probably would have used him. I think, yeah. Like a browsing speech or something. I think he would have. I think I genuinely think he would have wrestled yeah. again in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then obviously Sting, uh, when he debuted that Survivor Series, was it? Yep. And right was... right in time to advertise the game. Exactly. And then he was in the WrestleMania after that, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, against Triple H. He was. And that Another was... Another one of the few that came out of retirement. And that's, that's one of the issues. So Sting was one of the most... He was like the last holdout. He was the last main star. It was a massive name, but a lot of rest. But any wrestling fan really would know Sting. Yeah. And had never wrestled in WWE. Ever. He was like the only one. As a kid, I mean, because I remember we had we had a WCW Sting figure. One of those other ones used to do like just like stationary poses and you yes. like, I think they were thumb wrestlers. I think. Oh, sure. I wish you could see Danny posing right now. It's, it's a yeah. sight to behold. Mm. But uh, we had it with. It must have been like a little cheap knockoff thing, I don't know, because I had like a WF belt. Because we had it there, we just kind of don't know where we got it from as a kid. Like when we used to, we used to as a kid, it was like all wrestling was just wrestling to me. I didn't know about different companies and territories. And yeah, all that. So I yeah. just assumed like Sting was, you know, in wrestling. Because I didn't watch WCW too much. Like I remember kind of really getting back into wrestling around 90, I think it might be 97, 97-ish. So it's like, I didn't really watch anything on Nitro. I wasn't really a big WCW guy. And then... Just looking at the while, I was thought like, oh, Sting was one of the guys from the 80s. Like, I, I had new from the Oh, right. Okay. Like, obviously, he'd never been in it. Like, that's. I feel like I've seen him in it as a kid. Like, everyone head, like... everyone knew Sting. Like, yeah. I remember when I was in school and everyone knew, but I guess everyone kind of watched WCW as well at the time because I remember Channel 5 had WCW Worldwide. Oh. With, like, the, the weird Batman effect. Oh, my with, God. If someone got hit with a steel chair, it was like, wham! It was, it was, it was incredible. Like, it was like really pre kind of early on. It was like five o'clock in the afternoon. So it was kind of like they couldn't show chair yeah, shots. And it was st- like yeah, it was before Watershed. Oh, and wow. It was also for a while. I think they eventually caught up. But it was really like it was a couple of months behind. Yeah, it was, it was like because, an hour long show, wasn't it? Edited so when I, when I was like a kid, I didn't. the internet wasn't that big of a deal. Which probably shocks all you youngins listening right now. But I remember vividly watching on a Friday... It used to be WCW Worldwide on Channel 5 and then Raw on Sky Sports that evening. Yeah. 
I watched Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero on WWE Worldwide on the same day, and then that night watched from debut as the Radicals on Raw, Your and I was like, like, "What the fuck is going on?" It was like that was one of the Rick most Rude style Polish. Oh, that was without the internet. That was one of the greatest like moments for me because it was. I mean, I guess a lot of people had that earlier on in the start of the yeah. Monday Night Wars, but for me, that was the moment for me. It was like, whoa, like, you don't know who's going to show up where. Yeah, like, yeah. I knew I knew Chris Jericho was coming in because I knew him from WCW and I'd read interviews of him in Power Slam magazine, if you remember that, or yeah, yeah. publication. Oh, doesn't go anymore, does it? Nope, no, it ended a few years ago now. But, and it kind of, so I knew there was a lot of stuff going on in WCW with him leaving. And I kind of figured it was going to be him debuting as the uh, Millennium Man. So I knew that coming, but other stuff like the Radicals was, whoa. Um, yeah. Awesome. Can you imagine if, if they changed Jericho's name to just the Millennium Man? Chris Millennium. Oh my God. Why <laughs> to Jericho? That would have been a crazy, crazy difference. So, yeah, Sting yeah. was the last holdout from WCW. Yeah. And they kind of made it known. So, Anyone that remembers the invasion angle knows how they kind of buried WCW and ECW at the same time. Yeah. And this was basically the, the climax to that. They, I don't know why they did what they did. Just, yeah. I mean, there's this whole awful DX versus NWO type thing. Which made then, no sense because oh. anyone who watched WCW would know that NWO and Sting. Yeah. You know, it was just, that was Sting's big feud. The thing that people remember Sting as the crow from WWS was his feud of Hogan and the NWO. Yeah. I mean, Wolfpack aside, that was it wasn't really the NWO. It was no, it was exactly, and it was it was with it was only with Nash, Nash, Sting, what, uh, Macho, and Lex Luger yeah. and Conan. Yeah, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> Orale! No, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Conan's one of those guys I just never liked. I just always thought he was so dull. I I did quite like Conan. I liked the uh, filthy animals. Was that where Kidman and Rey Mysterio and stuff was it? And Eddie, yeah. Um, so yeah, Sting, and then Sting just lost really unceremoniously to Triple H. And then there was no payoff. Sting then disappeared for a while. And then Triple H was out later that same night, kind of jobbing to the Rock and Ronda Rousey in a second, oh my which God. led nowhere. That was the same night? Yep. I thought that nope. was the year before. Nope, that was that same night. Triple H beat Sting. And then, wow, was made to look like a jobber. Not wow. a jobber, but he yeah, he was on he was on the losing end of a confrontation with from a hip toss, I believe, Rousey. or something yep. like that. It was like a weird judo hip toss thing. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong; you're not going to fuck with Ronda Rousey. No. Well, you are now. Her mystique's kind of gone. Oh yeah, the big debut. Yeah, she came back. And Her lost. big fear of a return, <laughs> and yeah. yeah, this this is. So we'll see it this year's WrestleMania. Then. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um... I think she's still got a lot of name value. Yeah. It's going to be kind of like what? Because that's like, that's what you said. All, all, all Punk had was his name. Like, I was a big, big, big WWE guy. Please hire me. And then, yeah. One minute. And, what was it? Two minutes and something? Uh, two minutes and 14 seconds. Oh. Anyway, yeah. So and It didn't even feel like that long. Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that Sting match was... It was garbage. And then the unfortunate thing was he then later came back in the year. Challenge Seth Rollins for the title. Which was a good build-up. It was great. And, and unfortunately, then... what happened in that match, which I don't blame Seth. Sorry, Brett. 
Oh, the, the memes have been going on everywhere, people's comments and stuff. Just like, I believe that for this. I no, but no, yeah. It's been, even even Sting is. I think he's been on record saying it's not Sting. It's not Seth's fault. No, no, it's not. And it's, it's 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 both. It works two ways, don't it? With, with wrestling, like you've got to obviously you work with each other, don't you? I mean, oh yeah, it's, it's like, like, it, it, you know, if like both of them probably made a mistake, I think. I mean, like obviously Sting might have protect his head properly. I think and, that's it. It's an awkward spot to do. Yeah, um, it is as if Seth does it every week. People acting like he's injured so many people. It's no, not, it's just like, it's like Vin broke his arm. It was like the, it's like, it just, like a the, the unfortunate thing with Joe and um, Tyson Kidd with a muscle buster. Like he's done the muscle buster so many times, both before and after, and it was just a freak accident with Tyson, which is obviously sucks because Tyson Kidd was a great wrestler and he was finally getting over. Did Samoa Joe do that too? Yep, it was um, in a dark match before Raw. Joe, um, something went wrong with the muscle buster. And just compressed Tyson's neck. I didn't know that because obviously I thought Joe was just constantly NXT and that's it. Um, it was it was not long after he debuted in NXT. It was still fairly early oh. into his run. He just did a dark match before Raw. And okay. Yeah, bad bad times. Um, yeah, that's kind of like cause like the Tyson thing was just like I never I knew he was injured. Never read anything on details, and then I just don't a, think just he's a, coming back at all. Is he, no, is he it's done? it's yeah, it's really unfortunate. Just, think, just a freak accident. Just think Nazis like the breadwinner now. What's he gonna do? He's gonna she's gonna feed the cats. Oh, so many cats! <laughs> oh, why they got the fact that uh, one thing I go was bugging about Tyson Kidd. Why do he have those cats on his boots? They love cats. I get they love cats, but on your wrestling gear, mate, like stop it. But Cesaro was like, "What? I'm tagged with this." <laughs> nah, Cesaro can't see anything with his male stripper entrance. <laughs> Cesaro makes no sense. So here's this like I love badass him. looking like you know Jason Statham looking motherfucker who then comes out with the shittiest ring music in the world dun, like a dun, 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 whatever the hell like, bog standard uh, Scott Steiner and then just rips <laughs> his fucking stripper suit off and it's like <gasps> what it's so odd like he's, uh, he's one of the best in the company but I don't get that it's it's makes you think that they just try they're just trying to find something that sticks with him they're gonna keep changing his gimmick I reckon give it like you know after WrestleMania he'll come back with something else. Far timers. Yeah, you know what? Far timers, that's what we're going to call them for now on. Because, you know, they don't deserve. No, actually, we'll get into that. Actually, let's, let's get into that. So, with part timers, would you prefer if they wrestled full time members of the roster or fellow part timers? It depends. See, I. See, I like the whole idea of, like, so, some part timers like Brock. Like, I'm fine with Brock because it's kind of like when his music hits, it's like, oh shit. Like I I I don't know it's it's I wouldn't I wouldn't put them with other part timers but I, I get why you wouldn't put them people wouldn't want them with other because obviously it's taking the spot from someone else that kind of thing people who've been there all year long but I suppose it de- it depends on the story itself that you that obviously what's going on at the minute it, yeah it really depends I mean yeah I think they, they've used Brock correctly oh as a part timer yeah, like they brought yeah. him in when it's needed yes when it's like oh things are getting stale oh shit here comes the pain. Run, you know, like one of those. Oh, Taz isn't here to announce his entrance. <laughs> that, that was Legends thing though, in the SmackDown, wasn't it? Well, here comes the pain. It was Taz. Oh my god, yeah, he's still doing Oh, Taz. It's time. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Taz is so Taz's WWE thing was just. That, that's, that's, you know, that's another thing for like another day. We could go on for hours about how just Taz, Taz was ruined in the WWE. Oh, I loved ECW Taz. Not the Tasmaniac. Taz. <laughs> Beat me if you can survive if I let you. I used to love that song. It's fucking great. Battle Watch Out! Anyway, 
Cause I'm a wall machine. We don't kiss soon as. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, fuck, because Gene Simmons will as well. Yeah. I love he's... Kiss so much. Please yeah. don't, Gene. <laughs> has... I love you. He has branded coffins on that they'll put you in. I read about this. <laughs> I saw it on a big fat quiz of the year. Oh. Kiss actually make their own coffins that you can buy. Kiss make everything. It's fucking great. Oh, wow. Gene <laughs> Simmons, you magnificent Jew. <laughs> That's fine. You can say that. I can say that. You can. I can't. <laughs> I can't off camera. <laughs> I'm glad that you said about Brock being handled well because there's a reason why I called Brock the king of a part-timers before. So I think before Brock, it was kind of... The Rock, I personally felt like left a bad taste in my mouth because (laughs) that sounds so bad. Yeah, the Rock left a horrible taste in your mouth. (laughs) I smell one joke. Yeah, you had the people strudel that day. Oh, I'm not a big fan of the Rock. Or strudel. (laughs) (laughs) It just I don't know if it's his in-ring stuff or like the fact that he explains the jokes at the end of every video he does on YouTube. He just he strikes oh. me as the fakest man on the planet. He probably is. I mean, just yeah. He, 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 yeah. There's something about the rock which rubbed he, me the wrong way. Even like, you know, I know it was all kind of storyline based, but even the comments Cena had made when he came back and recently made the whole like, oh I've come home and then I went away. Yeah, again. it was just, like it was true, like it's like why does whole big everything about speech? it was true? It was it was pathetic. It was like finally, Barack is back home, and I'm never leaving again. And we see him seven months later for his birthday, which was because oh. because Barack's 117th cousin Roman Reigns nah. wasn't quite ready to perform fellatio at that point, so Vince was busy sucking the Rock's dick, which he did on Rock's live birthday celebration oh. when out comes a Rock to stand in the ring with his stupid fake white teeth smile while Pitbull sings to him and it's like what the fuck and then Vince comes out and is like crying saying happy birthday Rock happy birthday I've got a bit of your cum left on my mouth Rock oh. I'm gonna suck your oh. dick <laughs> oh it was <laughs> shameful to watch oh. And the rock just stands there smiling and goes in the back and has like Eve Torres touching his muscles and stuff. It was so painful to watch. Eve Torres. Oh man, that whole. The rock, it was so bad. And then I was fully in support of Cena in that feud. I know it sounded a little bit kayfabe. I think a lot of people were though. Yeah, it was was just. Apart from obviously when they did it in Miami and then everyone was just like, yay, rock lives here. Oh, it's just. You know, I'm pretty sure he probably doesn't live there anymore. He's probably moved up far away once he's got all his money. No, he lives on YouTube now. There you go, yeah. He lives inside your machines. He's watching you right now. Oh, fuck off, Dwayne. I just think he's going to be in the DC Universe as well. He's playing Black Adam in the Shazam movie. I don't... don't, Fuck off, Dwayne. He's been constantly posting pictures on Instagram of him in DC's offices. Like, had a big talk today. Can't wait to tell you that you said that a year ago, mate. Tell us something already. Fuck off, Dwayne. I don't want him to be in the... I can just imagine it. Just like, can you smell what Black Adam is cooking? Shazam. <laughs> I'm gonna lay the smack down on your jabronis. Oh, Dwayne. I'm just, I don't. Back in the day, he was fun to watch as The Rock when it was just The Corporate Rock. Corporate Rock was the best. Cor- Nation rock. rock was great. Corporate Rock was great. Generic babyface rock after that was kind of like, yeah, we get it. You call someone Rudy Pooh, you turn it Yeah, and then, he, and then it got old really fast. Fans did Hollywood turn against rock. him. Hollywood. Then he came back as Hollywood rock because fans had turned against Everything him. Everything was great. It was great. And then he 
just became Hollywood thought, Rock. Did that, did that, was that, he, he did a, a speech via satellite in one of the Hall of Fames, was it? Or the Slammies or something? It was and the it was like, year... Don't you brother rock? And it started from there or something, didn't it? Or like, so it was... Hogan I'm, Rock. Was, did, was WWE New York still a thing at that point in Possibly. time? Possibly. And it was an award show we did there. Possibly, yeah. And... Yeah, the Rock did a promo, which was awful because I think before then the Rock had disappeared after Brock beat him for the title in two thousand two. Yes. So SummerSlam, Brock vs. Rock. Um, Rock got booed. Rock got booed. Maybe not out of a building, but he was definitely booed yeah, in yeah. that match. And because he just got stale, that was he'd become a part timer at that point. He would leave, do films, come back, pretend like nothing had happened. Yeah. And then the fans turned against him as well. They should. Um, and then when he came back as a heel, that was great because it worked because he was the Hollywood archetype. I'm bigger than this and I'm this, which is kind of like, like what Miz is doing now. Yes, but, yeah. But it was kind of, and it was great. It was a great gimmick. He got the hurricane over. God, yeah. What's up with that? It was just, it was, it was great. He did the rock concert, the first one. Oh, the rock concert. It was just leaving Sacramento. Great heel stuff. Yeah. And then, like, the Rock's guitar signed by Willie Nelson. It was just, <laughs> it was magnificent. Oh, Stone Cold actually stepped on it. Yes. Accidentally. He then, <laughs> Rock then came back in 2010, and he had become that gimmick. 2011. So, he did do, like, two very small brief appearances when he um, he came back to save Eugene on one episode of Raw from Evolution. And then, which led up to WrestleMania. Oh yeah, he did the Rock and United. Yeah, that was his last. But thing. That was probably the only like between that was the only kind of like the Rock's back. He's and not that a was ghost, really you know? not. Yeah. And here, he looked weird, and then he's gone away again. And, and then, then he came back to host WrestleMania. About yes. four stone heavier than he had been before. Yeah, he actually became the mountain. <laughs> that Rock grew into a fucking mountain. It's just yeah. It's like you're not the same Rock. It's the little you know small skinny Simone guy. Now he's like I am Rock. That's the it's benefit of being a part-timer. You don't get wellness tested. Ha! Steroids! So. Not saying anything, but you know, steroids. <laughs> well, Brock kind of proved that to be true. Yeah. Basically, after The Rock's two WrestleMania performances and not much else in between, I was over the whole part-timer thing and it was like Brock came back it was just and straight away into that feud and it just kind of worked because he had enough he had enough dates so when Brock comes back for a match he does enough shows beforehand to promote that to make it feel like a big event yeah and I know the whole points of his gimmick when obviously Heyman came back as well as his mouthpiece which just works yeah and he treated Brock like an attraction exactly and yes. that's how it works that's the Rock was never seen as an attraction it was he's there he's come back He's suddenly he's beat Punk for the title, and then he's not even around at the belt. The world champion just wasn't on the show, yeah. and it was. I know Brock kind of did the same, but Brock was around enough that you knew he'd come back. And yeah, it was a different thing with Brock, like see, you know, because you kind of you knew he'd be back. At yes, because you know he's he's a you know not to kind of still care about thing, but he was like a prize. He kind of feels like a prize fighter. Like it's yes, like, exactly, yeah. and it's like he is the reason people are there. Like you've obviously... with, with UFC, people don't fight every week. People don't fight each and every week and they don't have house shows yeah. they train and they fight and then they train and they fight and they may only have like one or two like boxing as well they only have one or yeah, two yeah. fights a year it's not like a yeah and exactly. that's how it works and with Brock it works he still does more he still does you know his odd house show here and there and every now and then on Raw he'll do his like performances there and well, stuff it works the, really well the fact he was in obviously just left the UFC before that as well kind of like he was still a big name 
in the sports world in general, not just everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, that got a lot of buzz. So, there'd be more people be tuning in. Yep. Which, obviously, was great. That's what, that's what Brock's great for. Like, Brock Lesnar's going to be in, like, the former UFC champ. Is gonna oh, be. yeah. And then, obviously, when he went back to UFC a while back. Yes. And then, but it's like, it's... It's one thing. He is like, is he still on the talk about the, the normal sports? He's scene, so he's a he's a very much a crossover star at this point. Yes, in a different sense of a rock. Obviously, yeah, he's like a movie star who's a part time wrestler. Brock yes. Lesnar's like, you know, he's just a he's movie kind of player. like even from WWE or UFC, he's just Brock Lesnar fighter. Yeah, there's no kind of gimmick to him. There's no catchphrase. It's just his Brock. He's gonna kick someone's ass. It's like, oh god, this is gonna be cool. His Brock, and it works because he's got that legitimacy. Because yeah. even though obviously sometimes in UFC, and I was. The end of his first UFC run wasn't great because of obviously the problems he had with his diverticulitis. Yeah. Diverticuli, divertica. He had tummy problems. Tummy problems. And yeah, but then he still he still got that aura about him. They built him up so well, beating Taker, um, beating Cena. I mean, I still remember the winning the... like the reaction of like I, was like I did the whole kind of like a huh? Kind of face when like when he beat the street, but after kind of you watch it, watching it again, it's like oh my god, this is actually pretty. Like he's now got the greatest kind of how how seven, like. how did you feel about Brock be, being the one to end take his streak? I, to be honest, I, I never really thought of who would. To be honest, I also it would be one of those things that stay forever. So it's like the thing that's why it was a shock. Yeah, because I mean I always kind of thought oh, they'll probably think of someone, but I I, honest, like, I never thought like they actually would go ahead with it. Like the streak would be there forever. It's because like who who could you choose? Oh like, yeah, I mean they were like I mean. I mean, there's no one. There's already around there who's kind of been around Taker long enough to kind of have the honor. Who's still in retirement? Like, no, Triple H had retired at this point. I um, Shawn Michaels had gone. You know, Stone Cold I, wasn't around. Triple H didn't need it. No, Shawn didn't need it. And now I think for me, as as a fan who's obviously very much aware of the wrestling's stage and blah yeah. blah blah. So, but Taker's WrestleMania matches for the longest time would be like the one that would draw me in. Yeah. Where it's like, holy shit, like off the chair, like, wah, ah, kind of reaction, which I don't really get ever because I don't really yeah. watch wrestling as much anymore now, anyway. Um, but yeah, so with, I didn't want Triple H to do it because Triple H didn't need it. I didn't want Sean to do it because Sean didn't need it. I admittedly am a big fan of CM Punk and I did want Punk to do it. But that match was so good because Punk had such a chip on his shoulder as he always did. Yeah. Um, but it worked because that match was so... That was... Paul had died not long before, hadn't he? And then he... he yeah, that's where they used it for the storyline. Yes. That one, wasn't Yeah. You see, oh, which, yeah, because Punk came out in, like, classic grey and purple Undertaker colours. Yep. Which is, like, ah, it's funny. Um, yeah, again, Punk always had that blur of fantasy and reality, um, which, unfortunately, with his UFC performance, kind of just becomes fantasy. Oh, 250. I, 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 I feel I, I can't fault Punk for it, but you know it's just unfortunate what happened there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like Punk could have gone over Taker that night, and I don't think people would have minded so much. That being said, Brock did, and I think he got the desired result because people weren't expecting it because Brock had had been in quite lackluster stuff before then. Brock had had matches with like Big Show. Yeah. And stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, and God, yeah. it was he wasn't built up to beat Taker. It wasn't like, oh, here comes Brock and he's a big threat. It was just oh here comes Brock. It's been built up for a while. Um even dating back to when Brock was in UFC, because Taker used to go to the shows and they had a brief confrontation at a show. I think I've seen that. There's a yeah, it was, um, on YouTube, isn't it? It was interesting. So people kind of thought when Brock came back it was gonna lead to a Taker match. Yeah. No one thought Brock was gonna win. Um 
it just it just you know I, people might say they did but I don't think they did and I think based on the reaction to the crowd no one saw that coming no well that's like there's that kid who's now famous the, the guy in the white um, with the what he, it's the beard he shares or the champions here and he's just kind of like oh yeah he's I was like I actually see a picture it's like oh you know what it's yeah, there's a picture on the internet of like a, obviously, uh, I think it might have been one of like WrestleMania Access or something like that, but Taker was there. And they've actually role reversed. He's doing like this, like, <laughs> kind of serious kind of thing. And Taker's face is like, huh? <laughs> it's, it's hilarious because it's like, coming as a character, he's got, like, got a bandana around his head. He's just like, huh? <laughs> it's, oh, it's so cool, man. But yo, it's like, yeah, no, but even me, I was like, in that first, I, was, I had the kind of like a, huh? They just beat the street. Like, it's a bit like, I was a bit like, what? But then, yeah, then give it up. like, that's like perfect for Brock. Because then the night after, obviously, he became the conqueror. Then that's like that's when everything changed. Just being like the beast. Yes. Incarnate. He was the conqueror. And yes. From then it's just been like shit. So for everyone with with Brock, something I like about part time is is the best way to look at it is the WWE like to create moments. They always talk about WrestleMania moments, and they had them for years. And with part timers, I think that really helps create these moments. So Brock beating Taker. And end of the streak to talk was a moment, right and that's going to be remembered forever, for better or worse. It's it's there, you know. Yeah. It's did Taker deserve to, you know, retire and defeat at WrestleMania? You know, that's for other people to decide. I don't think it really matters to him in the long run because it's all kayfabe, you know. It's all yeah. But if Taker didn't, if Taker beat Brock. They wouldn't have got that moment. Nope. And that moment will like live forever. Yeah. Like in all the highlight reels and all this like extras for people talk about people talk about that moment. When the sa- yeah. It's hard to describe. If you were watching it live, it was insane. People were like silent. I was watching it at home with a friend that night and we were both silent watching it, like, what the fuck? What the fuck <laughs> just happened? Oh, it was it was just great. I was like, it's obviously leading into like the moments thing. Like for me, um, Survivor Series just gone. Yes, Goldberg, another part timer. Yep, that whole what? Not even a minute, ninety minutes match of like just he then beat the guy who beat the streak. And again, yes, people were um, kind of annoyed about that because they people initially thought, well, Brock ending the streak took something away from someone else, like a full time wrestler who could have had it. No one was really ready for that, or could have really benefited from it too much. So, nah. And then same with now Goldberg beating Brock. People are like, oh, but people, someone's now beat the guy who beat the streak. And But again, who really was going to benefit? No one wanted Roman to do it. Yeah. Um, who Everyone thought Roman was being groomed for that. And that's one of the reasons why we turned against him. So it wouldn't, wouldn't work for Roman. People thought Joe. But I think Joe's going to get over on his own terms on the yeah. main roster. And it just, it created another moment, which was amazing to watch was played out so well on TV and yeah, yeah part timers for me create these moments which are almost separate from the rest of the roster and they just work they'll be remembered as moments forever I couldn't have put it any better myself it's quite magical actually I kind of want it on like a, on like a postcard or something <laughs> Well, that's being immortalized forever. So the only problem with that, and the only con to that now is, does that overshadow the main roster? No, no, I don't think so. Because um, you still, you've still got a lot going on to kind of. I mean, it's, yeah, there's, there's, there's a, obviously the roster. I suppose the brands, but now it's, the roster's like huge. The roster's pretty and deep. Everyone's kind of doing all right on their own. Like they don't. No one seems to be getting anybody's way. Or I mean, 
I mean, obviously Roman's still kind of getting the push that he doesn't deserve at the minute. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it changed anything because people still getting everything got. I mean, like, AJ Styles. AJ's had a great year last yeah, year. Yeah. Um, so as if, you know, any part-timers have they obviously been around and like ruined anything like Survivor Series like both brands were there no one seemed to like I don't want to talk about that but then there was still like the title yeah. matches and stuff were still great matches like yeah yeah no absolutely so, like, there's still, it's not as if they're taking all the talking points like everyone's still talking about everything so I think everybody's getting what they need and part-timers are just are there to obviously create that extra attraction like you said yes so obviously the hardcore fans will be there every week watching the guys they see every week yeah exactly and the, the casual wrestling fans are only popping for like the WrestleMania the Rumbles like holy crap Brock Lesnar's at the Rumble Goldberg's like I watch that and it's like it's like it's, a, it's an attraction part timers are great to just draw in a few more people you I don't think, want to watch it yeah I fully agree and it's a shame because I wish that wouldn't have to happen unfortunately it's a byproduct of what society has become not to get too political but we live in a time of member berries <laughs> member yeah to the era member Undertaker it is it is kind of member Goldberg it has it has changed like I mean it, it's not like I remember in school everybody I knew watched wrestling even yes like now but now it's like oh you still watch that that's crap like do you know it's fake like yeah so I, do you? I know so many people that watched it but during like when I was in school and then I've stopped in it like I've I mean there was a period maybe 2007 2008 maybe I didn't watch it but I, I think it was just due to having not having Sky TV yeah I, I, <laughs> I've st- stated in an earlier podcast, and I'll say it again, I'm not the biggest fan of modern wrestling, but I'll still research it, I'll still look up results, I'll watch what's recommended to me, um, and WWE's got a lot of buzz at the moment, so I am genuinely curious to see where it's going. So, I, like I say, I'll watch bits here and there, like any, any of the tournaments we do, any of the network stuff, a lot of the NXT stuff, and WWE have a very... Um, Loyal, if not hypercritical fan base <laughs> that will God, yeah. save if they're never going to watch again and then we'll watch every single week and yeah, yeah. criticise it but, and yeah. stuff. I Most think... of us like to say that and then they pay for the network. Yeah, exactly. Never watch again. Here's my 9 a month. But again, I think the network, the, the part-timer stuff caters so well to the network oh, because God. it's got that specific audience of people that don't need to watch. There'll be people that don't watch um, Raw or Smackdown each and every week but yeah. they will have a network to watch the older stuff yeah, or to watch the, I mean, some of the documentaries what, or what to they're watch... doing now as well like when like especially when like part-times have been coming back they've been having like collections okay. with like a history like the kind of like a playlist of their best matches and stuff which right. they did like when yeah. Goldberg is pretty much the playlist was the streak oh yeah because obviously like, now his... a lot of the kids now probably weren't even alive when Goldberg yeah. was wrestling so if you want to know who this big meaty guy is who just beat Brock Lesnar the bad guy Ooh. so it's kind of good for everyone I mean like oh, the, the kids are going to be like who's he so yeah. the parents could be like hey well let me tell you the tale of Goldberg like he starred in a movie I'd, I'd, I'd like, love to have a parent who says let me tell you the tale of Bill Goldberg oh my god I'm totally going to do that when I have kids did I ever tell you about Randy Macho Man Savage as he used to he used to announce him in I used to know that in the old days when it wasn't Macho Man Randy Savage it was Randy Macho Man Savage Grilla Monsoon especially he used to always say that Randy Macho Man Savage. That's the best Korean Monsoon impression. <laughs> I'm going to work on that. It's going to get better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love Korean Monsoon. He's so cool. Hence the, you know, oh, I, I do, I do. I, he was one of my favourite comedies. But that's another time. Ah, edit. <laughs> I think we've probably kind of talked about the pros and cons in that conversation. Because the cons, like, you asked about it and stuff. There is nothing. Um, so okay cons for part timers for me personally um, like 
sometimes, depending on who it is, The Rock is a bad example of a part-timer yes. because he really does feel like he's taking someone's spot. He'll oh, yeah, take so much has. time. He just... he. Oh, Punk, I mean, especially like the whole... Like, you know, the thousand episode of Raw and he made it about him. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, that, even though it was like storyline, but it was, it was exactly, it was like, however everybody felt. Like, you just came here and you've made this whole thing about yeah. you by interfering with the main event and you had nothing to do with it. The Rock being there didn't get anybody over. The, anytime the yeah. Rats, I think The Rock comes back and it's benefited nobody but The Rock because he came back and he beat Cena and he beat Miz and Truth, which killed <laughs> Truth. Oh, so truth. Truth beat truth truth had such a good year that year with the whole little Jimmy thing when he was wrestling the main event with Cena for the title. And yeah. I was like, it didn't seem forced, it was great. Rock comes back, the Rock and Cena team up, beat Miz and Truth, which ended their partnership and ended Truth's run as a entertaining part of the show. <laughs> yeah. It was that sucked. He then beats Cena, disappears again, comes back, beats Punk twice. And then loses to Cena, and then he's gone again. And then beat Eric Rowan at WrestleMania. Oh, oh my God, I completely forgot about that. Yep. He, he came he came down just to light his name on fire. Yep. Again, WrestleMania, by the way, it's all about me. Fire! And then, oh, by the way, here's Wyatt's... Uh, oh, look, I have my ring gear on. Like, yep. It was just it was the worst when kind he, of pushed-in crowd. When I think he won... you wonder whose match got cancelled for that. Because obviously, Sheamus and Brian got cancelled at WrestleMania 27. But, um, yes, they got cancelled. Then yep. back the night after, and obviously yep. then the year after, all they got was eighteen seconds. Yep, <laughs> it was oh, um, oh. it was The Rock. That's why I don't like The Rock. Yeah, as a performer he and as an example, an hour, what, apparently part It's just it's not good, no. and that's why I think that whether people realise it or not is kind of what creates a lot of his part time stigma. Yeah, um, Taker coming back it doesn't really affect people too badly because he tends to. I mean, everyone's hurt Bray Wyatt. Yeah. So it's not, you can't really fault Taker alone for that. Yeah. The WWE just books Bray Wyatt so. They think it's a be doing so much with him. By the way, he should have been a champ by now. Just only like, even if it, like, it was like a stolen victory, just obviously having the Wyatt there with him. He could have, had, yeah. he could have done so much more with him. But... Like, Sting just came back to get jobbed out repeatedly, so you can't. He didn't fault want to say him. much, did he? Nope. And then. Jericho's kind of been up and down. Jericho as a part time. The last few months, Jericho's, I think, I think this would be my favourite version of Jericho. So, so Jericho's run this time, his most recent run. His the best, list! It's made, it's made our list. He's not been a part timer. Normally, he'd That's come back. That's a good point, actually, yeah. He would come back, he'd wrestle for a few months, and then he'd go. And then he'd come back, and then a few months, and then go. And he'd always have entertaining feuds, maybe except for the whole Fandango thing. Yeah. But then he'd do that. And then every now and then he'd come back purely on house shows and he'd only wrestle on house shows and that would be his his thing. Oh. And even then, Jericho's not going to be going away because there's no new Fozzie album this year. So we're stuck with him, which is in a good, in a good way. So Jericho's run this year has been... Oh, he's, and he's been around now since the Rumble. He's been around he a full year. Rumble, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's um, had the feud of AJ. Great feud. Turned heel, which has been worked wonders for him. Especially with the scarf and the scarf, the, the, the stupid idiot. The Dean Ambrose feud actually it was what it was good, but we 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 them two managed to get a plant over with Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, the fact that they actually sell like a grow your own Mitch kit on shop zone, it's amazing. But it's like yeah, that's when the soft just because he ripped the jacket off, so the scarf started. Then the list with Jericho, which Jericho has been like, have you seen? There goes the pen. There goes the pen. The famous pen. Um, on. 
Uh, let's see, what, what, what dates are we on now? The Raw of, you know, this week, whatever I started. Uh, anyway, I watched Raw earlier on the week. And you have, like, you know, like, the YouTube exclusive videos, like, after my interviews and all that. Yeah. The Fallout. Fallout, that's it. Raw Fallout. Um, have you seen anything of, do you know much of it? So, Jericho, you know, Jericho's the... Jericho's just won the US title. Yes, okay, he found that. Um, yeah, so they're getting a few backstage by some new guy who's not Tom Phillips. Um. <laughs> They're like still calling him like Philippi. It's like him. They're just having this kind of really crazy banter backstage, and it, it's kind of just like it's like you know, yeah, yeah, Philip. And then Kevin Owens kind of went there. You're, you're not Tom Phillips. Where's Tom Phillips? <laughs> what have you done with Tom Phillips? It's like the was like them two alone. It's just like they go off like twenty minutes of this backstage thing, and it's just hilarious. It's just they, they have such good chemistry. I've never seen Jericho work with someone kind of because them two seem to be able to finish each other's sentences and stuff with boss. Like, <laughs> they're really. I think it's because they're both Canadian. That probably helps. The magical land of Canada. Canada. Um, yeah, um, yeah. It's, I mean, this is my favorite Jericho in a while. And yeah, Jericho. I yeah, I I like him. I can take him or leave him. Sometimes it depends, but yeah, I think he's he's done well. Normally, he's really good at putting over talent. I feel like his this last run, he's kind of got himself more over than he has been for a while. But it's it's working. It's what people yeah. want to see, and. For once, they're actually running with what people want to see. So that's... That's crazy. So that's still crazy to think. Yeah. I don't think there's any other part-timers, is there? At the moment, um, no. So. We're coming into the Royal Rumble of part-timers. Oh, we've God, got yeah. Goldberg, we've got Brock, we've got Taker. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. So, <laughs> well, it is in Texas... So you never know, we could get a good old part-time of Stone Cold Steve Austin running for now. I, I don't think that's don't happening. People keep, people every year, they're like, it's in Texas, Stone Cold's going to come back. Like, no, just because it's in the same place. Like. Stone Cold's constantly adamant that he's never coming back, and he's so far he's not, and I can't respect him for that, because... It'll, it'll, it's not going to do any good, is it? It's next. It's, I'm sure his next not going to get any I better. I think he said in the past he's good to go if he wanted to, he just doesn't want to, because... And it's, you know, that's... Do you know what's like, the, the character of Stone Cold, I mean, he's really got a place in this new kind of PG... Here, though, to be honest, to be honest. Like, I mean, yeah, for like the old promo, but as like a full character, only no, all you can do is don't go unless he's like swearing and middle fingering and drinking beer and stuff. So it's yeah. kind of it's hard. To, I think it would be hard for him to kind of book Stone Cold in this era. It would have been, it would have been great against the feud that everybody did want to see at the time, regardless of what people think of him now. But Stone Cold vs CM Punk oh. was like the match made in heaven. Um, Drug free versus lots of booze, exactly, and that would have been. Amazing, but alas, that's never gonna happen. All we got was a promo backstage. We got a promo backstage, what? and then a pre- did one of the games have like a fantasy feud of them or something? Yes, that was. And the, the video um, promo was amazing. It was 13, could be 13, yeah. So. Oh no, sorry, no, I'm a liar. That was a. No, no. I feel like it was with that. All Stars did promos for the Dream Match stuff. Yes. It might have been that, yeah. Because 13 was just that in both, didn't it? Yes. Remember, they did a sit down with JR about that. <laughs> they did a sit down like, in character. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It was, cool. That was one of those unfortunate things. Where a, a part time Stone Cold versus a full time CM Punk would have been yeah, cash. stellar. So, and again, yeah. the best way to do a part timer. That's what I mean. It's like, because they were kind of like the same in a way. I mean, he's like, they're both like kind of anti establishment, kind of yep. like. Going against you know, obviously, even though they, they were, the only thing they were really different on was the whole like lifestyles, but they were kind of like the same character. They said what they wanted. They oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's why it would have been. That's what it was like because it's it's the same character, but at the same time, it's the polar opposite of a character. Exactly. Just, they, yeah, exactly. Do you want to talk about chemistry? The two of them and the fact that they both seem to genuinely like each other in real life too yeah. just kind of worked. Yeah, it would have yeah. been. 
It uh, would have been great. What ifs? What ifs? Okay, okay. Here's a question then. If you could bring back any retired or guy you haven't seen for a while as a part-timer, who? Oh, that's a trick. I am a massive fan of Stone Cold, so obviously Stone Cold would be a pick for me. Um, uh, go on, you've asked a question. I've asked a answer. question, and now I'm trying to like... I've actually kind of gone blank now. I'm just like, I'm thinking, 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 what about Brock Lesnar? He's back. <laughs> Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, for me, if... Obviously, not thinking about his neck problems, like, you know, fully healed... 100% Kurt Angle. Yeah. Just for the odd kind of, you know, feud. Or even just bring him back as like a manager for American Offer. Yeah. I think Kurt... Uh, team Angle. For me, it's not a matter of if Kurt will come back. It's when. I think Kurt hmm. seems to be, everything I've seen online, he's on his way back. I don't know. For, for what he's going to be doing, I don't know. I don't want to see Kurt wrestle full time because it's not going to go for him. The whole reason for WWE let him go in the first place because they didn't want him to wrestle full time because he's he's never been in a good way physically for the longest time. Wasn't it ever since he broke his freaking neck? He's never been the same. Pro- probably. He and probably he, shouldn't be wrestling in the first place. He Kurt pushes himself too hard. Um, you could see this in TNA when one of his arms shrunk to the size of like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff's. Oh, oh, I still can't look at that thing. It's, yeah, it's, I don't want to see Kurt Angle die in the ring. Yeah. He no, obviously can he obviously can still go, but it's, to what extent? Yeah. yeah. I think if he, if he was going to come back, then part-time would be ideal for Kurt. Exactly, yeah. Because just imagine, like, just everyone again, hearing his music, and happily chanting, you suck, would be great. Um, yeah. But yeah, if I did that, I think I'd want him to come back as the, uh, the wrestling machine from ECW. I loved that version of Kurt Angle. I liked the theme song. I never liked serious badass Kurt Angle because I always saw Kurt Angle as the cheesy guy that cried. <laughs> oh, when he won every single belt. Yeah, well, like, man. I, I liked um, it when he when he lost to Taz and Taz's debut. He was just he's like his he's like I think he was, he was like blinded out from the choke. It's <laughs> just like second backstage. Like did I win? Did I oh, win? stuff like that. Like the little thing. We're Rumble two thousand. Oh, him yes. and um. And like when he had his brother play him so he could he could fool him, so he could come out on his little moped. Little stuff like that. Yeah, comedy Kurt Angle is great. I only he works, so I think personally, and you know, it's open to opinion, I prefer comedy Kurt. I think that's probably closer to who he really is. I think he tries too hard yeah. to be a badass, both in reality and in wrestling, because I think with Kurt Angle, he doesn't separate the two. Right. I think it's kind of real to him, which is kind of why he's so good. It's damn real. But yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's my only concern with Kurt Angle. Okay. I like comedy Kurt. Okay. So, in closing, the generically geek opinion of part-timers, do we think they're a good thing? Do we think they're a bad thing, Danny? Good. They're I'm a good go thing. Good. Go I, I agree. I think in a, in a WWE landscape where they create moments... A moment by nature is a one-night thing. Part-timers are going to be a one-night thing or a one-week thing or a one-month thing. They work. They create exactly. that. They create that yeah. interest. Um, if a wrestler is good enough to get over, they will get over. I know sometimes it's hard with the way they're booked, but yeah. AJ's managed. Yes, yeah, surprisingly. You know, Punk and Brian managed against yeah. all odds. You know, that wrestler will get over regardless of what's going on. You've got attractions and you've got wrestlers. And for me... 
the WWE especially, has always been about the attraction. Going back to WrestleMania 1, you know, when you had all the celebrity special guests. Oh, God, yeah. The, the very first WrestleMania had Mr. T in a match. Yeah, yeah. Talk about part... The very... Hey, you're the original part-timer. Oh, God. Mr. T. He, he also appeared the year after, was it? With the, the match with... Roddy Piper? Piper? Was it the a boxing, boxing match? match? It yes. was. In oh, a, my God, yeah. Which is half real, half sheath, because Roddy fucking hated him. <laughs> um, yep, so... Even, like, WWE has always been about that. And I think sometimes people kind of forget what the WWE is. It's People will go back and say, oh, it's not as good as my era. So people would have said, oh, it's not as good as it was back in the days of Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage. The people in that day would have said it's not as good as it was when it was Bruno Sammartino. The people now say, oh, it's not as good as the Attitude Era. But it's always... Like, when people say, oh, now it's sports entertainment... But it used to be wrestling when it was Stone Cold and The Rock and The Undertaker. But no, it no, no, no. It used to, the, the intro at the start of the New Generation and the Attitude Era used to say, you know, the number one leader in sports entertainment. Yeah, it's always been sports entertainment. It's forever, ever since, I think the, the term was coined in like the early 90s, late 80s. The WWE has always and always will be sports entertainment. That's what it's going to be. Nothing's, that's not changed now. No. If anything, the WWE is kind of handling it better with the likes of Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Yeah. I think part-timers work better than the likes of Mr. T, who'd only be around once a year, or celebrities who would only be there for WrestleMania and do it once a year. Yeah. I, as long as they're handled more like Brock and not like Rock, then I'm all for part-timers. All right, that's a good quote there. So that's our opinion we genuinely like to hear what your opinion is. So if you'd like to get in touch with us and let us know, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find us on that picture-taking thing. Where will you get to see all our food? It's going to be great. Or you can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Remember to use the hashtag GenericallyGeekWrestling and we can actually check it then. It's also good. Hashtag stuff if you like hashtags. I don't fully understand the hashtags. I love them. Not like in a... Hashtag, you know, the way kids use it. I like it because, you yeah, know... fuck I, you, kids. I can find so much shit with a hashtag on the internet. <laughs> it's so cool. It's, it's, it is, it's flat, it's easy. I love the fact that people think it's actually called a hashtag, though. Although, this, this year... Oh, I pressed uh, the hashtag key. It's not no! a hashtag! <laughs> uh, imagine, I don't like phones. Like, please press hashtag. Ah, one day it will. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so there's plenty of places to find us. And obviously here on good old iTunes. Keep listening. You find us on iTunes, find us on SoundCloud. All the links are down below if you're listening to us on an app or finding us on YouTube or anything like that. Of course, we will be back with more content for you each and every week, so please stay tuned. That's it for another edition of Assume the Gorilla Position. Once again, for Generically Geek, I'm Jamie. I'm Danny. And we will see you next time. Ding, ding, ding. <gasps> we should end it with a ring bell. Like the-